0: Prayer begins on page
1: four of the prayer-book, from the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name and a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the heathens, saith the Lord of hosts, O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, verniti on page nine. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 41, on page 391. Blessed is he that considereth the poor and needy. The Lord shall deliver him in the time of trouble. The Lord preserve him and keep him alive,
2: that he may be blessed upon earth, and deliver not thou him into the will of his
1: enemies. The Lord comfort him when he lieth sick upon his bed. Make thou all his bed in his sickness.
2: I said, Lord, be
1: merciful unto me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against thee. Mine enemies speak evil of me, When shall he die, and his name perish? And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity, And his heart
2: conceiveth falsehood within himself, And when he cometh forth, he telleth it.
1: All mine enemies whisper together against me, Even against me do they imagine this evil. An evil disease, say they, cleaveth
2: fast unto him, And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more.
1: Yea, even mine own familiar friend, whom I trusted, who did also eat of my bread, hath laid great weight for me. But be thou merciful unto me, O Lord. Raise thou me up again, and I shall reward them. By this I know that thou favourest me, that mine enemy doth not triumph against me. And in my innocency thou upholdest me,
2: and shalt set me before thy face forever blessed be the lord god of israel
1: world without end amen glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen
2: Here begin at the 22nd verse of the 10th chapter of the book of proverbs The blessing of the lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it to do evil is like sport to a fool but a man of understanding has wisdom the fear of the wicked will come upon him and the desire of the righteous will be granted when the whirlwind passes by the wicked is no more but the righteous has an everlasting foundation as vinegar is to the teeth and smoke to the eyes so is the lazy man to those who send him. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked can be shortened. The hope of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is strength for the upright, but destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. Here endeth the first lesson. Gather Benedictus S. on
0: page 11.
1: Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all for ever. Blessed art thou in the glorious stone of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven praised and exalted above all forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen
0: here beginneth the twelfth verse of the second chapter
2: of the epistle of saint paul to the philippians Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, for the same reason you
0: also will be glad and rejoice with me. Here endeth the second lesson.
1: and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dayspring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. and take not Thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities, stretch forth Thy right hand to help and defend us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, but the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our, epis- our uh, New Testament lesson today has uh kind of a you know a verse is talked about a lot in the spiritual life that has you know reflects two sides of the spiritual life that we are to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And it makes the point that the spiritual life is a a cooperative venture, um, that is, we participate in it. Um, And the main thing that this highlights is God does not work in us against our will. Um, And our participation is largely our... Surrender to the power of God in our lives that allows Him to come in and and do His work in us. The work depends upon God's power, and we cooperate by by faith, which is that surrender that receives God's will and word and is willing to 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 carry it out. And that's that's sort of the purpose of the life of prayer. It's not to make sure you check a religious box several times a day it's to make it's to habitually bring us back into god's presence so we take our focus and mind away from the distractions of the world and back into the presence of god where we can Hear His voice uh, more clearly, see ourselves more clearly, see our lives more clearly in the light of the kingdom, and begin to order things a- a- appropriately and faithfully to work out our salvation in accordance with God's plan for us. Um, and it does require this uh, thing we ha- we've talked about in Romans, and it comes up a couple other places in the New Testament about renewing of the mind. That that part of the way we we work out our salvation is to look at life the right way. And what he has an inter- interesting exhortation. He says um, to do all things without grumbling or complaining. And this is a clear hearkening back to the concept of murmuring in the wilderness where Israel has wandered through the wilderness. They murmured against God and Moses and it never worked out very well for them. Um, the the the, gr- the murmuring and complaining is, is kind of interesting because when we read our psalms, the psalmist is sometimes complaining, but he's pleading his case to God to come and make right what he sees is wrong. That's different than the grumbling, complaining that complains about God and uh, complains about what God is doing and doesn't doesn't um, you know expresses an essential disapproval of God's way of handling things. Uh, which is, I think, the original sin of the evil one. You know, he, he, God made the world, and, and he thought he could do it better. And I think this, the the, um, the doing that things so, about Grumler complaining is to adopt a fundamental hopefulness about life and optimism in terms of the kingdom of God, that if we really believe that Jesus is Lord, we believe that he is in control. And... I, I see often Christians get into this kind of pessimism because they get drawn into what's happening in the world. And you read the paper and all these things. The world's always been going to hell in a handbasket. The church is the kingdom that in which God is present and its destiny is resurrection and life in the world to come. And so there's a fundamental optimism that accrues to that that's able to see what God is doing in the midst of the struggles of life through the paradigm of, you know, as, as Christ died on the cross, <clears throat> as and that was the prelude to the resurrection. So to see in our own lives the various things are happening are the ways God is working to do his work in us as we hold on to this life. And that plays off the passage we had yesterday about Christ humbling himself to the point of death, and God has exalted him. So we are humbling ourselves. We're seeing what God is doing. And we have a fundamental Uh, optimism that that governs our submission to God's will and word in daily life because, you know, the temporal verdict is not the verdict. And this is what the psalmist is always praying. He complains, but he he trusts that God's verdict is coming. He just wants it to come soon, but he has a hope and an optimism. And this is even St. Paul expresses this in the lesson today where he says, um, yes, if I am being poured out as a drink offering, a sacrifice on, this, uh, uh, on the sacrifice and service of your face. In other words, he's, he's about ready to give his life in sacrifice because someone's gonna kill him and he's rejoicing because he sees God's will worked out in all things. And I think that's something we should, we should reflect on um, you know, the Epiphany season is about the ways that God has revealed to us and the ways that we respond to that revelation. And that we should have a fundamental hopefulness and optimism as we work out our salvation with fear and trembling, as we see what God is doing. Yes, we struggle. Yes, we pray for things, for God to come, for relief to come. But we know it will. We know that God is faithful and it will come. And so we should be, um, we should work out our salvation Joyfully and not with grumbling and complaining, um, as those who, who who know what's going to happen uh, when God has finished His work. So, a few thoughts on the lesson today. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page
0: 18. O God, the
1: Creator, Preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech Thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. or especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit, the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
0: It may please
1: you to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Gather the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, the unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to
0: all men.
1: and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness, all our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost through us all and more.
0: Amen. Good to be with you all for prayer this morning. Have a great day. Peace everybody bye-bye wonderful wonderful day bye today thank you bye today.